welcome to episode 157 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how you doing today man i'm doing all right how was your pre-release uh good because i got to see friends i haven't seen in like two months <laughs> i mean none of us get to see any anybody anymore <laughs> no but, it was really funny because, like, as we're like making plans for it, I'm like, you guys realize that if any one of us actually has COVID, we're just gonna like ravage the entirety of our communities, right? Because <laughs> a lot of us are we're like very distant from each other normally when we're not socializing. It one literally lives up on the Iron Range, one yeah. lives in Superior, uh, one of them lives, you know, he's the only one who lives in West Duluth, and he works at an Arby's. Yeah, so it's like shit <laughs> if any of us spread it to any of the other it's just be like yeah, yeah but the odds of that are low and you know it was only four of us so yeah major. that's all good i i am uh i bought two packs and just made my loving wife play with me so <laughs> but it was it was really fun because i like uh you know we were talking before but it wasn't recorded, so because I, I got a good pool, and then my my wife's pool was absolutely stupid, just just the dumbest, amazing pool ever. Had a Luca and a Vivian, and, and destroyed your pool. So she she played at six of her seven rares. The only rare she didn't play was Ruinous Ultimatum, yeah, which is a stupid card, and she didn't need to. Like, because her deck was just so friggin' good, it just didn't matter. Like, <laughs> honestly, depending on her pool, it's possible she should have tried splashing it anyways. She was playing green, which means it could help with her mana fixing. Yeah, it's like maybe, maybe she should have. Honestly, I don't think it would have. Oh, yeah. Like, her I'm, creature quality was just so high. It was I'm ridiculous. Sh- I'm sure she didn't need it, and it literally would have been a double splash because she was green, red, right? Yeah, she was green red. Yeah, yeah so green she... red. Course would crash her ever cool phoenix, uh, Kolga. Like it was just obosh. It was dumb. It was, plus the two plane soccer's just just wrecked me. But as as you do. Yeah, I mean, but like, yeah, as I was saying, we got two pre-release boxes. We opened a Vivian. She she got a Luca promo, and I got a a comic Luca. Yeah, like which is ridiculous. Like. For, for that small of a pool, but yeah, like you showed me her, her rare pool and it was insane. Yeah, and like, and like actual... my deck, yeah, like my deck. If I was at the at a pre-release like an event, I'd have been like, sweet, like my deck's probably okay. Like I'm like I'd be, I'd do pretty good. I'd be happy with this deck. Mm. But like just you know, you get that one match against somebody who has the nut, and it was like okay, but it was fun anyways. I was just happy to play. Yeah, but thanks for crushing me. I got to play with cardboard again. Hmm. Yeah, it's good. It, it's it's nice to it's nice to play with the cardboard. I gotta say that. It was nice to sleeve something up for the first time in forever, and like the first time I started shuffling, I'm like, I'm glad I remember how to do this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like my big concern, I'm gonna be honest, is like this set's so complex. There's so much going on. Like, I I I kind of was like, oh man, I'd really love to get a mutate deck because I really like mutate. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I'm like, man, like remembering some of that some of the mutate triggers and stuff that can go on. Like, I'm so lazy with Arena now. Like... So, it, it was kind of funny, because I I made, like, two horrendous misplays mm-hmm. when I was playing, and I don't, it, like, it had nothing to do with, like, not knowing what the card's doing, because my knowledge of what the cards did, I think, was actually really, really high. Like, I feel like I really knew these cards because I'd played multiple drafts with them already. Yeah, like you've done so many drafts of this, but like my actual mechanics were just atrocious. Oh, like, man. really bad. You know, like I got destroyed by Hobbs in one game, and uh, I activated my Gigantha to mm-hmm. get. I activated Gigantha to get mana to cast. Um, Ah, uh, the is it discard X cards, deal X damage, draw X cards card. Oh Where yeah, okay. Like use the, use that discarded that. You know, I still had like the mana floating from Chikanta, and I also had a war mana. And instead of being smart and cycling, you know, because I drew like three cycling yeah. cards, I didn't use my I didn't cycle until the end of his turn, and then drew into a, the freaking 
the the uh, mythos of Nethroy I was splashing that I literally had green, white, red, or black, green, white still what? floating uh, because of Gigantha to actually be able to kill his guy. I was like, I'm an idiot, and I should have done that. <laughs> and uh, then I made another mistake because I decided to play my tapped red, white, dual land instead of the swamp I drew, so I still couldn't cast it. <laughs> And he just like killed me out of like killed me like a turn earlier than I was expecting. I'm like, I'm trash, oh, and I man. deserved every bit of this. <laughs> you should like, you should go and um. Uh, hopefully the NFL will open back up because you could be one hell of a punter. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, my my actual in paper mechanics are so freaking bad right uh, now. See, and the, like they're probably really horrible because. You don't have somebody sitting in there and arguing with you about dumb shit, <laughs> about misreading the card over and over again. See, but, but normally I'm normally I'm the right one when we're arguing about stuff. <laughs> but see, it's just throwing you off because you have no one to be wrong for you. Yeah, that's true. But, like, oh my god, like, like just two massive punts, two turns in a row. Mm -hmm. It's just like I'm stupid. <laughs> Oh well, I mean, live and learn. So but, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling pretty good about this format, though, just in general. And like, as I said, getting my getting my mitts on some cards feels nice. But you know, I, I, know. I do actually think this format is really sweet. This I really have been enjoying it, honestly. But so since we um uh, since we've got our mitts on some cards, I, I heard you've got your mitts on some some cards too. I have how many how many packs in the booster pack? Thirty six. Thirty six in a box. Thirty six in a box. You have a bunch. <laughs> so I have thirty six, seventy two, a hundred and eight, a uh, hundred and fourteen booster packs that I haven't opened. All right. So we're gonna crack all of those on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do some crack a packs. We got some things to say about this format. We've we've done enough drafts where I think we have an opinion of it. And um uh yeah. I think um uh I think we can do that. So I think we can manage to do you, that. you're willing to sacrifice a pack or two. I know you've never been willing to sacrifice just just crack packs randomly for yeah show. That for literally no value when the packs <laughs> then when the packs cost me like thirty dollars or anything like that i totally mm. don't do that on the regular no nope. <laughs> these ones are but... technically the ones i have sitting in front of me were technically would have been my quotations prize packs if i did a pre-release so mm -hmm. all right so they're literally free all right well there you and, go so th these would be my prize pack, prize packs if I went two and two at a pre-release. So mildly disappointing. So here's the deal, though. That's just pure value for you because you're up after what you did at yours, right? <laughs> yep, I technically went one and three or one and two. So yeah, but okay. Well, cool. Let's crack some packs and talk about this set, man. This, I'm sure we're going to have some really interesting topics because I'm sure we're going to hit some specific cards that are pseudo obnoxious mm -hmm. in this format. So I'm excited to see where this goes. Mm -hmm. uh, first up, we have Solid Footing. It is an enchantment for a white with flash, enchant creature, enchanted creatures plus one plus one. As long as enchanted creature has vigilance, it assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. I'm like, you, you read that card, I'm like, I have no idea what this card is, which probably means I have never looked at it in a draft. You have never looked at it. The funny thing is that there is an actual Vigilance Matters deck. Huh. You just, basically, you only should go for it, though, if you pack one, pick one, the rare. What card is but, that? Uh, it is a Felidar. It's like creatures you okay. control with Vigilance all have uh, tap, target, tap, tar tap, one and tap, tap, target creature. Oh, okay. So you just get the alpha strike your opponent and and solid footing on a the one four for two with vigilance uh -huh. effectively makes it a five five yeah, with vigilance. Enough. Like that is insanely big. Yeah. So like there you can get the deck and it is a primarily commons deck, but I obviously want, I still don't want this deck. Yeah. Like this is not what I want to be doing. There are more fun things to be doing. Yeah, but uh, next up, we have a card I've never seen cast ever, Frostvale Ambush. 
three blue blue instants. Tap up to two dark creatures. Let's reach down and tap during the controls next on tap stack. Cycling I was, for one. I was killed by this card. Oh, really? Yes. My opponent tapped my two creatures down and attacked through with it. Get wrecked, I guess. <laughs> Get wrecked, I guess. But, yep. That, uh, I, this is one of those cards that is frequently played, but never because it's Frostvale Ambush. Yeah, you play it this because it cycles yeah. for one. Exactly, yeah. Uh, next up, we have a card that I personally really like Spell Eater Wolverine. Because yep, it is I like this card. This card's the, good. The most metal Wolverine. The metal, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> two and a red for a 3-2. Has double strike as long as there are three or more instants and or sorceries in your graveyard. I'm dumb and think this needs six instants or sorceries in your graveyard, not three. No, it's, so. it's, just, it's just three, man. Yeah. I am, uh, yeah. That one is sweet. And actually, this that, that, car, that card is the only time... Um, I, when I played against my wife, I pulled I pulled my punches once, and um, uh, it was, I would have had to do some convoluted thing where I I cycle like cycle the card, hit her thing like in response, and then like it got double strike, and I could like eat her dude like really early, and I'm like I'm not gonna do that because that just seems like it's one of those like plays where if you haven't played in a long time like she has, it's like mm-hmm. it's like that doesn't even make sense. But that card's She's... sweet. I really like it. She just starts swearing at you. Why do <laughs> like, you do this? She she read Garuda when I played that, and she was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> like, which is funny because her deck just destroyed yours. Yeah, I think the last game I or like the last game or something, I cast Garuda and like stole one of her like stole like a six six from her, and she's just like attack you for lethal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But, Kill you. <laughs> yeah, I had two six sixes, and it's like, okay, whatever, you die because I was at two. But, mm-hmm. but right. yeah, like that card's sweet. Yeah, it's currently my pick, I think, because I'm not I mean, that right kind now, of person yeah. where I'm going to take Rossville ambush. But... Yeah, I'm just not going to force it. Yeah. Next up, we have Helica Glider, two and a white for a two-two nightmare squirrel with Enter's <laughs> Battlefield. Your choice of flying or first strike. Perfectly serviceable. Perfectly serviceable, good in a mutate deck. Yeah. So we have unlikely aid, one in yep. a black instance. Target gets plus two plus zero, gains indestructible until end of turn. I never want that card, but it's better than I think it is. I agree on all sentiments. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever willingly put one in a deck. I yeah, I don't think I've ever really willingly put one in a deck, but I feel like it'd be. T- fine to do that if you like needed the card yeah uh next up we have bristling boar three and yeah, a three for four three can't be blocked for more than one creature <clears throat> it's fine it's okay to yep. mutate deck not great I, I mean it's a it's a fine four drop like yeah. you could do a hell of a lot worse yeah i mean ideally you want to be mutating on turn four if you're in that deck like that's yeah. the biggest problem I have with Bristling Boar, is he sits right in the sweet point of, I want to be mm-hmm. mutating a creature right freaking now. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, you like, know. if you just play him straight up, he's just perfectly fine, too, though. Yeah. Like, he's you're a... never like, goddamn, I did it, I got a Bristling Boar or whatever, but, like... I mean, his body know. is relevant. Yeah, he's, he's there. He usually trades for something. Yeah. And next up, we have Excavation Mole. Two and a green for a 3-3 Trample. Mm-hmm. He's creature type mole, and when it enters the battlefield, put the top three cards for your library into your graveyard. Yep. So sweet. This is a key example of mm-hmm. why the vanilla test matters. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of people are going to look at this card and be like, "Well, why would I want to play this? It's milling me for three. My wife had two of them in her deck and did not like it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, that card's just good. Like, it's, it's just a, good. <laughs> it is a three-three for three with trample. That's yeah, a three-three trample. It's like really good to mutate onto. It's really good in like for feeding into the the self mill deck and all that. Mm-hmm. This card's insane with Obosh. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a, that's what I said. Like I she put, at one point she played. Um, uh, she had Obosh on the field and ticked down uh, on Vivian to and then cast a creature so she could get a, a four or less. I think is what mm-hmm. she could get. And I'm like, and we were talking through the play and stuff. I'm like, I don't know if you get a four or if you get a three, because if you get a three drop and you get the mole, you can attack basically have a six, like a six three. Yeah. You know, and otherwise you have, you know, otherwise you get whatever the four drop is like, which your four drops are good too and stuff like that. But, you know, the mole milling is not 
particularly joyous for some people. Yeah, a lot of people are weird about milling, but I don't like it either. But like, I understand how good this card is. I'd play it. I, I don't know if I'm on this or the Wolverine right now. I like the mutate deck, so this is good. Yeah, I feel like if you if you're playing to your strengths, I think yeah. you should take this card. Yeah, I do like the Wolverine though. That card's yeah, but it's one of those right now. Can I point out how you normally really hate synergy decks, and the mutate deck is nothing but a synergy deck? I know. You actually, this, really enjoy it. This is a really. I think. I think it's because I've had enough time to jam it and really, like, really start to understand it. Yeah. Probably helps that every time you drafted it, I've been watching over your shoulder, explaining yeah. it to you also. So, although I, I should not listen to you at all after that last deck we drafted, which was an abomination. But uh, was that the last draft we drafted? I thought we drafted once more after that. No, I don't think we did. I think we just still. Ha- I drafted okay. once more by myself. Okay. And I, I think I drafted. I started out. I think I started out in mutate and then pivoted super hard into a cycling deck that ended up like three three because I just kind of didn't get there. All right. But to be I fair, many, I had too many two mana cyclers and not enough. All, all of my advice that you followed to your detriment was actually good advice. It just went poorly. I mean, just read the next card. I don't know if I agree or not with you. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have another card that's given mutate deck, Boot Nipper. Boot Nipper. So what counter do you pick, John? <laughs> this is like our meme now. Always choose Death Touch, dear God. Uh, always choose Death We've Touch. been punished so many times for that. Every time we choose Lifelink, we get punished super bad. <laughs> Uh, one in the black for a two one yeah. comes with it comes with your death touch or life touch. Life touch. Yeah. Make it the death touch, but cards actually really cool, but cards cards a, a really good role filler. Yeah. Underappreciated. I agree. Like normally I I don't like really cheap uh death touch creatures because I, I know why they're there. They're basically a form of removal, mm-hmm. but they're just really frustrating. Yeah, they are. <laughs> like I'm more okay with my opponent doomblading my creature than keeping me from doing anything with a boot nipper. Yeah. And I don't know why. Eh, it's just how people are, but yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm picking this card over either of the other two, but I like the card. Yeah. Uh next up we have Anticipate. One of the blue instants, put the top of your cards in your library, put one of them in your hand, the rest of the bottom of your library in any order. I have never put this in a deck ever. Uh, in this format, right? In this format. <laughs> yeah, which disappoints me because I love Anticipate. Yeah. Like, I, I like sets where Anticipate is good, and I don't think it's good here. I mean, like, maybe, be... if, maybe if you have the Sprite Dragon deck, like a spells deck, you could play it, but. Yeah, like to be fair, I've only drafted the Spells Matters deck once, and mm-hmm. I just didn't have any Anticipates. Yeah. But so. yeah, I've been I've been unimpressed by it. Every I'm, time yeah, my I'm opponent not... casts it, I'm just like sweet. Yeah, I know. Me too. It's one of those ones where it's like my opponent casts anticipate, and I'm like, awesome, yeah. <laughs> attack you for lethal. Like, <laughs> but okay. Uh, next up, we have Titanoth Rex, seven green green <laughs> for a dinosaur beast. It is an eleven eleven trample. Cycling for one and a green. When you cycle Titanoth Rex, put Trample Counter on target creature you control. This card is also really good because it's either a really, really stupid late game payoff or it just cycles for two. Yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not huge on the card, honestly. No, like th- this is this exists because it's one of the payoffs for the reanimation deck, right? Yeah, like, exactly. The reanimation deck in this format is red green based, you know, because that's where you get both of the actual reanimation spells from. <laughs> and this is green black. Green black, sorry. What did I okay. say? I said red green, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I made green black, sorry. Okay. Yeah, and it is, you know, it is a big dumb 8 you can reanimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up is a card that I don't get why the hell it's a uncommon. We have Majestic Auricorn. Four and a white for a 4-4 Vigilance Unicorn. With whenever this creature mutates, you gain four life, and it mutates for three and a white. Four life, yeah! I mean, it's a 4-4 four, four Vigilance, but yeah. It's, it's a 4-4 four, four Vigilance. Whatever. Like, yeah, I'm highly unimpressed by that card's existence. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have a comic book art Parcel Beast. Parcel Beast? Two, and a, two green blue for a 2-4 Elemental Beast with Mutate for green and a blue. 
and it has one in tap with the top part of your library. If it's a land card, you may put it on the battlefield. If you don't put the card onto the battlefield, put it into your hand. Sweet this card. Every time I see the card, every time I see the card too, I start humming the song "Beast of Burden." Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a parcel beast. It's carrying your burdens. <laughs> I mean, this card literally says one tap draw card. Yeah, it's good. Like, but... this card, uh, this card is literally an explore yep. that you can activate every turn. It is actually really powerful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's basically all I have to say on it. Cool. It's probably actually better than the other two cards we look, we're considering. It's, right. It's... It's higher upside. It being multicolor is kind of like, but yeah, that's true. It, yeah, I don't know. We, I suppose, we've also never drafted the uh, Simic mutate no. deck. It also, I have not. No. So that is interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is really powerful. Obviously, I honestly, I would probably be on the Parcel Beast right now. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm just gonna cover our lands since we actually managed to get one of the multicolor lands. We have a Windscarred Crag. That's the red-white one, so whatever. We have two rares. One is foil, obviously. All right. Uh, I'm going to go over the foil one first, because the actual rare is our pick. Okay. (laughs) Thanks Um, for the spoilers, dick. No, I'm kidding. The the foil is a Labyrinth Raptor. Black, black red for a 2-2 Nightmare Dinosaur with Menace. Whenever a creature you control with Menace becomes blocked. Oh, this guy, def- okay. Defending player sacrifices a creature blocking it. You can this play card black- is dumb, man. It, you can play black red creatures you control with Menace get plus one, plus one, until one turn. Yeah. So this is with Menace get plus one. With plus Menace, one. yeah. So this is the Menace Lord, as it were. Yeah. And is very obviously very powerful. Yeah, this card's kind of dumb. But... Like, I think I would actually take this over Parcel Beast just because the upside is there. Maybe, yeah. I'd, I'd want to try it, too. Since it's, if nothing else, it's a cool rare, and I'd want to try building around it. And yeah. if you get it early, you can start doing that. But, like, when your build-around plan is draft Blood Curdles, like, seems pretty solid to me. Yeah, exactly right. Like and like this plus the uncommon menace lord is also insane because then your creatures can only be blocked by three or more creatures, and they have to sacrifice one. Yeah, and then they have to sacrifice one. It's like it's so so hard for your opponent to actually make profitable blocks against you. Yeah, but but okay, our, our pick, our rare and the one that I would pick is dirge bat. Two black black oh. three 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 creature bat with flash and flying. Whenever the creature mutates, destroy target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls, and it mutates for four black black. Yep. Sign one me of up. one of the very very few cards whose mutate is more expensive than their base version. Here's for very the deal, good though. reasons. Yeah, here's the deal. I would pay two black black for a three three flying flash. Yes. Like that's perfectly fine for me too. And. Yeah, being able to mutate it for what six mana to yep. destroy a creature, a creature or planeswalker is good. I mean, it's not even that; it just curves perfectly in the, yeah. the black deck, where you're just like, all right, so EOT, Flash and Dirge Bat, yep. cast Cavern Whisperer, destroy your biggest creature, you discard a card. Yeah, <laughs> taste it. Boom. Attack you with the four or five flyer. Yep. But, flyer yeah. menace. Dur- Dirge Bat, easy, easy peasy. Mm. But the thing is, like, it's like an easy first pick, but it's not mm-hmm. insanely better than the other ones we were considering. Probably right? not, no. Like, I mean... Like, on raw power level, like, it's the first pick because it's monocolor. Yep. And the payoff is super high. But Labyrinth Raptor, the payoff is super high, it's just yep. not monocolor. And, and I think the deck is just... You have to futz around to get the deck more. Yeah, like, exactly. I think I think mutate is just there more so, and you and there's more payoffs to to get that direction. So yeah. so it's easier to hit. But um, but yeah, like you know, it. I think it's 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 clear what the first pick is. Oh yes, it is. It is close but clear, as yeah. LSV likes to say. Yeah, exactly. You know, it is close, but you very 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 obviously should yeah. be taking your yeah. This is a pretty good pack, actually. It was. I'm actually really happy there was no cycling cards in it, because then we didn't have to have that discussion. Yeah. Sorry, no cycling payoff cards in it. Yeah. 
Got a human soldier token. I, I wish I, I can't wait till we get the pack where the only like cycling payoff air quotes is the um uh, the tapper, and you're like, oh, we got a pack with no cycling payoffs, and we can piss everyone off. <laughs> I I understand why people are super high on that we'll, card. We'll see if we run into the card. Let's just. <laughs> My God! All right. All right. Back one, pick one. Spontaneous flights. Two and white instant dark creatures. Plus two, plus two in the left turn. Put a flying counter on it. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Not amazing. Mm -hmm. so whatever. It, it's a serviceable common, but yeah, not on it. So, you asked me last week yep. if the Almighty Brushwag was the most begrudgingly playable card in yep. this format. Yes. And I said it wasn't. Okay. Right. This next card is the actual most begrudgingly playable card in the format. All right. Wingfold Terran. Five and a blue <laughs> for a 3-6 dinosaur with an Andrew's Battlefield with your choice of a flying counter or a hexproof counter. I don't think this is begrudgingly playable. I think this card is garbage, but it just so happens to be good. Huh. Okay. Like, this... Here's the deal, though. Like, so... If this was a f was six mana for a three six flyer, it would be like it's like sometimes it ends up in your deck. Yeah, and I think I, it's would, I think it's still at that point. It would like, sometimes end up in my deck, and I would never want it to end up in my deck. Yeah, like, but like that's not a card. Like that's just a card that is just a card. Like brushwig is a card that you're like, man, I'm gonna take the brushwig and it's gonna make my deck better. But I don't want the brushwig to be good. Like I don't want the brushwig. Like it's one of those cards that I was just like, uh, but see, but know. that's why I like the brushwig because it yeah. actually is good. Yeah, it is. It's, the Terran is uh, just a body because you need something to reanimate with your Garuda. True. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. There is no universe where I am ever first picking that card. I will take a basic land before I ever take a Terran. Just put that's that just that's just on principle, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, man. How bad would a pack have to be to actually take Terran first? Pretty bad. All right. Next up, we have Tentative Connection. Three and a red for a sorcery. It costs three less to cast if you control a creature with Menace. Gain control of target creature until end turn. Untap that creature. Gains haste until end turn. Nice combo with our uh, Raptor. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I have never seen that card cast in any meaningful manner. Nope. I'm sure there are situations where it can be. Yeah, I don't think I've ever cast it either, but... Uh, next up, we have Dark Bargain. Three in the black instant. Look at the top of the card your library. Put two of them into your hand and the other into your graveyard. Dark Bargain mm -hmm. deals two damage to you. That's my pick right now. I have an interesting question. I, okay. I, I um... think I know the answer from a mechanical standpoint. Uh-huh. But I'm curious what your opinion is. Uh -huh. Is Dark Bargain better than Divination? Probably. See, I, don't I think know. I so, think the I think the answer is no. I'm not sure because Divination helps you hit your land drops better. Oh, that's true, yeah. I mean, this being an instant two is really nice. Yeah, like you can like hold open a counter spell and then instead cast Dark Bargain and shit like yeah. that, right? Like that is nice. So the thing is, like Divination just actually helps you hit your land drops. Dark Bargain, mm -hmm. you already have four lands, so it's less important. True, true. But it's it's real. It was just a thought that I have every time I look at Dark Bargain. I'm like, is this better than Divination? I actually don't know. I don't know. They're different, which is nice. Yeah, they're very different cards. Yeah. It's also probably the best card we've seen so far, and that is it, not it, a high bar. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was gonna say that's not that is not a um uh, praise of dark bargain. <laughs> I'll no. just say that. But I, I mean, I'm not like embarrassed to play this card though. No. But, uh, next up, we have a Survivor's Bond, one of the green sorcery. Choose one or both. Return target human creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Return target non-human creature card from your graveyard to your hands. I'm still in dark bargain, but that card's like fine if you have the right deck. It's fine. The thing is, like, the human-slash-non-human deck, I don't even know if it's even a thing, so... It's like, kind of just... It's probably I, better in sealed. I feel like you're playing one of the decks, and you just accidentally get something back with the other one. Yeah. It's like... 
Um, it's it's kind of like um uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, that card I love that I was like, this card's gonna be good in heroic, and then it ended up being good in heroic. Um, fight as one. Like uh, yeah. I feel like I feel like that card was like fine, and then in that in like in the heroic deck, even though it's a standard deck, like accidentally hits two two targets. Yeah, like you didn't build your deck so that you can get the the human and non human. It just accidentally happened, and I feel like that's almost how you like you have when you're looking at picking that card. You have to just be like, well, it looks like I, I can hit two things because yeah. with what I've drafted so far, you have to just want to regrowth the back face. Yeah, I think so. But which there are decks that want to regrowth the back. Yeah, so. yeah, fair. I think you just play it as that, and sometimes you just get gravy. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Except we have. Aegis Turtle, a strictly better Kraken Hatchling. Uh, poor Kraken Hatchling. Blue for a zero five 5 Turtle with no yeah. texts. <laughs> it's got flavor text. <laughs> it has flavor text. Uh, Man, I like Kraken Hatchling. It activated yeah. my quest for Ula's Temple. I know, that card was annoying. <laughs> uh, but... Next up we have Unexpected Fangs. One of the yeah, black instants. Yep. We already but saw it... that card. Unexpected Fangs? No, Did we, we saw Unlikely Aid. Oh, okay. Yeah, one in a black instant with a plus and plus counter and a lifelink counter on target creature. It's better than most combat tricks of this ilk, but it's yeah. not amazing. Right? I'm not particularly... It, I have... Like, insert everything I said about Unlikely Aid with Unexpected Fangs, and that's how I feel about it. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, next up, we have probably my pick of this pack so far. Essence Symbiote. One oh, yeah. for a 2-2 beast with whenever a creature you control mutates, put a plus one, plus one counter on that creature and you gain two life. Yep, I'm on this card. It's just, it's it's a 2-2 two, two for two that if you're in green, I think you can just play it even if you're mutating or not. Yeah, it's it's perfectly serviceable filler and that is, this is... Like, if you're mutating, it's dumb. <laughs> this card should probably be an uncommon for how good it actually is in the mutate deck. Yeah, that card's dumb in the mutate deck. It gets like when you when you go of off hand. with that thing. Oh, when you when you go off with that card, it's just like you feel like you're cheating. And that's but that's the funny thing is that even when you're going off, you're not doing anything that overtly powerful. No, right? It's just you're you're art. You're just getting gravy onto an already value engine. Like, but like, think of like there was that one uh, that one draft where we had the mutate deck with the gem razor. And didn't yep. we one game go like two drop this, three drop gem razor? Oh yeah, and just, just ran our opponent over. and just smoked our opponent. And this card is what like which really helped with that. To be fair, the difference between a four, four gem razor and a five five isn't that big. It was dumb, dude. It was. It dumb. was. It was. It was a noticeable difference. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah. You know, it, like it wasn't necessarily F's and Symbiote that got there. Like even the mysterious egg would have done the same thing, right? You still would have had a five-five. I maybe I suppose, but like I don't know. I just like F's and Symbiote. But all right. Yeah, I think people don't appreciate how much you need the good creatures to mutate onto for the mutate deck to be very powerful. I think I agree with that too. Uh, next up, we have the most versatile card ever printed: Light of Hope. <laughs> Light card. White instance, choose one that gain four life, destroy target enchantment, put a plus one plus one counter on target creature. Card's great. We're not taking it over Essence Symbiote, but it's nope. not trash. Nope. Next up, we have Shredded Sails, one in a red instance. Mm -hmm. Choose one, destroy target artifact, or Shredded Sails deals. Okay. Or sorry, choose three. Or choose one of three. Yeah. Uh, destroy target artifact, Shredded Sails deals four damage target creature with flying, or draw a card. Yeah. Does it? Wait, what? It has cycling for two. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, Light of Hope and Shredded Sails are literally the exact same card. Just oh, yeah. one is red and one is white. Yeah. They're both. They're both a card with three different options that you get to pick one of. Uh, my, I never my really wife, thought of. My wife is super happy. She blew me out twice with Shredded Sails. Super. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> like, she had like not a lot of ways to deal with flyers, and at one point, I had, like mutated like. I had a Frostling South that was like doing some stuff, and I mutated the like the three four or whatever onto it that draws you a card. Mm -hmm. And then she like just blew it up right after that and just like killed me. 
At least you got to draw a card, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I got to draw a card. But, yeah. So, right. I, li- I, I mean, I like the card, but it's not better than I'm uh, no. be out, in my opinion. It's It does what it needs to do in the decks that need it. Exactly. Uh, next up, we have a fight as one. Card mm. you literally just referenced. White mm-hmm. instant. Choose one or both. Target human. You control gets plus one, plus one and gains indestructible. And target not human gets the same. Constructed all star, but <laughs> it's <laughs> not the worst thing ever in no. limited. No. I mean, it is protected. It is effectively like a one mana protection spell for it's, yeah anything. I mean, you have to just read it as plus one plus one and indestructible to target creature. Yeah, like, and if you get both, it's just gravy. Yeah, you can just do some busted shit with that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have possibly a contender for the symbiote. Clash of Titans. Three red, red instant. Target creature fights another target creature. Mm. Mm. I've never oh. played with this card, but... I've played with its ilk in Shadows over Innistrad, and it it literally lost yeah. me my first ever finals for the Invitational. Really? Yeah, my two creatures fought each other, and I lost a combat oh, really, gosh. really badly. Like, it just died. Yeah, like, like this card is just super, super good. Yeah, like I you think... can the fact that you can make your two opponents' creatures fight is super relevant. Yeah, and like uh, this can just literally be a two for one. Yeah, so. it's kind I, of insane. I'm, it does cost five this. mana. I mean, yeah, but but the power level is so high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I think, think I'm I am on this. I think I am on it over Essence Symbio. I like Essence Symbio, but it also is a common, so you can get more even if you yeah. end up. In I think I'm on Clash of Titans right now. I'd do it. I'd try. I'd chance it. Right. Next up, we have a card that's really good with Clash of Titans. Lord Dracus. One blue, red for a 2-3 Lizard Beast with Mutate for Hybrid Hybrid is it. Whenever this creature mutates, return target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand. Every Never... time I read this card, for some reason, I'm disappointed, but it's, like, actually just good. It feels like it should have some form of evasion, just because it's is it, but it doesn't. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I look at its mana cost, and I'm like, oh yeah, this card is flying, it does not have flying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... Our land is a Bloodfell Caves. Sure. Okay. And our rare is Emergent Ultimatum. Hmm. So this one's going to need some reading. Black, black, green, 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 blue, blue, or a sorcery. Search your library for up to three monocolored cards with different names and exile them. An opponent chooses one of those cards. Shuffle that card into your library. You may cast the other cards without paying their mana costs. Exile Emergent Ultimatum. Huh. So, in the power rankings of ultimatums, this is probably, like, number four. But it's also in the colors that can cast it the easiest. Yeah. I mean, like, so here's the deal, though. Like, to be fair with, like, all, like the ultimatum power level ranking is, like, like, what's the, what's the lowest one? Genesis. Mm. I think it's Genesis. I mean, like, that card's still pretty stupid good, right? I mean, it's effectively seven mana draw five. I mean, yeah, it's, it's I mean, and, Depending on the deck you're playing, it's probably like seven mana put five cards onto the battlefield. Yeah, possibly. It's probably like seven mana put three or put two lands onto the battlefield. Put a creature or two onto the battlefield, then draw a card. I mean, I'll take which, it, right? Which is powerful, right? Yeah. Like, don't get me like, wrong. Like, these are powerful. I, I just, I'm just drawing the line here. Like, the line is still above a lot of cards. Oh yeah. All right. So like. I'll be honest, probably what I would do is take the Emergent Ultimatum and just try to do it. Alright. Like, like to, to be fair, like, the thing is, if you're gonna play Emergent Ultimatum, you have to plan on playing Emergent Ultimatum, Yeah, right? like, and that's like, what I think you do, is you take the card, like, like, this is first pick. You first pick the card, and you're like, we're doing this. Hell or high yeah. water. 
Like you, you first you pick know. it, you really hope that Titanoth Rex wheels. Yeah, from right. from the first pack, right? Yeah, and you're just like, all right, let's see if we can get there. Like, I think if yeah, if you're pack one pick one, you, you're just like boom, immersion to ultimatum, and just go for it. Who cares, you know? And I think that's cool, but otherwise, I'm on Clash. I think. Yeah, I think I'm. I, I am in agreement with you. Like you, you but, take the emergent ultimatum because the upside is there. Yeah, and and getting it early, you get to you get to draft around it. Like I haven't drafted around an ultimatum yet, and I still would love to try that. I pack one, picked one, the Jeskai ultimatum. Mm-hmm. I think That's like I my cast, least favorite one. <laughs> I can't, which is funny because it's like the second most powerful. I know. Well, it's like when you read the other ones, you're like, "Holy shit!" And that when you read, and you're like, okay. "It is slightly boring, right?" It's like gain it's five, bo- draw five, kill a creature. Yeah, it's like, like, it's super powerful, but like, it's super basic compared to like do this insane stuff, you know. And it's probably just my entertainment, just like being like, whatever. Yeah. But okay. All right. Cool. Um, I'm going to start with the lands in the next packs just because it makes okay. a bit more sense. Okay. So, right. forest. Yep. Uh, next up, we have Cathartic Reunion. Modern All Star. One in the red. Yeah. Uh, additional cost discard two, draw three. Yep. Good in a specific deck. I play that in my spells sealed deck. <laughs> makes sense. Yep. Uh, next up, we have Divine Arrow. One in a white instant deals four damage target attacking or blocking creature. Do a hell of a lot worse, yeah. Solid role player, nothing too yep. insane. Uh, then we have <laughs> then we have a glimmer bell. One in a blue for a creature elemental jellyfish. It is uh, a one three with flying and one in a blue untapped glimmer bell. Potentially one of the most annoying cards in the set. Because it makes you hold priority when you have mana open. That and like the untappability is just annoying too. Yeah. And also, you never know; they could get the triple mutate with the Porky Parrot and the Death Toucher. They could. God. Just go off. Do 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 do. All right. Uh, next up, we have a Pyroceratops. Ooh, this is I. I'm on this. <laughs> Three and a red for a 2-3 elemental dinosaur with trample that would need to be cast a non-creature spell, put a plus one, plus one counter on Pyroceratops. My wife had two of these in her pool, and I wish I had two of them in mine for our sealed deck. <laughs> Understandable. Like, this card's awesome. The funny thing it. is, I actually think it's like one of the lowest tier payoffs for that deck. Oh, really? I love this card. It just gets out of hand so quick, plus having trample, it just gets through. True. That's true. And like... You know, it's it's one of those things too. It's like this, and then you're just going off, and then you're like the you know you're like raking claws kill you. Like I just love that. Yeah, that's fair. I forgot raking claws with the card. It just seems like yeah. because it costs four mana, it's so easy for your opponents to just kill it the turn to play it. That, I mean, that is very possible too, and stuff like that. Like you know, like I'd rather have Sprite Dragon, but yep. But who wouldn't, right? I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, but like this card is still sweet in my opinion. Uh, next up, we have Wilt. One of the green instant. Destroy target, destroy target artifact or enchantment. Cycling for two. Acceptable card, but not taking it, obviously. Yep, it's fine. Not the worst ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Lurking Deadeye. Three and a black mm-hmm. for a creature human assassin. It is a 4-2 with flash. And when it enters the battlefield, destroy target creature that was dealt damage this turn. Or destroy target attacking creature. Yeah, just, yeah, or Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've used it like that a few times. So. Card's like, fine. My card's fine, yeah. It's pretty decent in the humans deck. It's pretty mm-hmm. okay in other decks, right? Like Being able I, to I trade mean, your 1-1 one, one token for their whatever creature is actually really relevant. So. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Blazing Volley. Red for a sorcery. With Blazing Volley deals 1 damage to each creature your opponent's control. I don't think this card is good, but I have been blown out by this card before. Same. <laughs> I think the card is hot garbage. But, yeah, you know. uh, it's hot garbage because it's blazing. All right. Uh, next up, we have Day Squad Marshal. Three and a white for a three-three and human that soldier that when enters the battlefield, you make a one-one white human soldier token. It's good. It's a good role player. 
good card in the humans deck and stuff like that. Does what it needs to do. Yep. Next up, we have Savai Sabretooth, one and a white for a three-one cat. Yep. The the one four cat with vigilance makes this card look like trash. Right. It's like, <laughs> like there is some inequity in kitties. Oh boy. Yep. Uh, to be fair, uh, there's a lot of like honestly, my far finder. Like if I play that, makes this card look like trash. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, next up we have Moscoat Horiak. Two and a green yeah. for a 2-4 Beast with Vigilance. This card, I have played more Mo- uh, more Goriaks than I than I care to admit. <laughs> the fact it's not human and it's a 3-drop just like, makes it so good. This is a decent mutate target. It is. Like, awkwardly there's times where you're like, mutate onto it, it gets less toughness, but like, you know, it's still, like, it's still a 3-drop, it has Vigilance, it's just kind of worthwhile. Yeah, so it just does what you need it to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have a Void Beckoner. Six black black for an 8-8 Nightmare Horror with Death Touch and cycling for two and a black. When you cycle Void Beckoner, put a Death Touch counter on target creature you control. Cool. It's fine. Then we have a Polywog Symbiote. One in the blue for a 1-3 Frog. Each creature spell you cast costs one less to cast if it has mutate. Mm-hmm. Whenever you cast a creature spell, if it has mutate, draw a card, then discard a card. Of note, card. yeah. Of note, you don't have to mutate. It just pays you off if it has the text on it. But obviously, your goal is like turn two, this turn three, you know, a- anything, a- anything. Music. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's cool. It's probably actually better than Pyroceratops. Probably. Like, the upside is there. Yeah. I love Pyroceratops. I, I know. I, I, I have a infatuation with cards that do exactly what Pyroceratops does. Yeah, that, that makes sense, but... Yeah. But this I is think, probably the pick. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a card that would be really good with our Void Beckoner. We have Back for More. <laughs> Four black-green instants. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. When you do, it fights up to one target creature you don't control. That card's sweet. This just blows your opponent out in combat, and it's hilarious. Yeah. And finally, we have the card we're actually picking, because it's a rare. You notice that we've only taken a rare so far. This is, a, this is like a... I don't know. I feel it's, like this is a rare heavy format. I think it, the funny thing is, I think it is also, but the, in my actual playing, I have rare, I have like pack one picked one my rare not that often. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, our rare is Genesis Ultimatum. Green, green, blue, 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 red, red, sorcery. Look at the top five cards of your library. Put any yep. number of permanent cards from among them onto the battlefield and the rest into your hand. Exile Genesis Ultimatum. Every, everything I said about Emergent Ultimatum is true about this card. Yeah. Pack one, pick one, try and play as many permanents as possible. Yep. Ideally big ones. Ideally big <laughs> ones, yes. Very big ones. Mm-hmm. Large ones. Fatty, fatty boom booms. Ones with much girth. I mean, honestly, if you could make if you take this and and then try to go down the um uh Simic Mutate, like that's not the worst thing ever. Eh, you're not wrong. I can't decide if I actually want to put it in my teamer uh commander deck that I bought because <laughs> I can't copy it with my commander because it's not an instant. Oh. And uh, the deck's gonna have a lot of instants. Yeah, fair enough. Because he can, my commander copies instants. You know. Instance. Yep. Alright. Yeah. Uh, the rare in this next pack is Scoured Barons. It's the white black attack land. The land you mean? The you land sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Land, rare, same thing. Not really. Sometimes, but not always. <laughs> uh, first actual card, Spell Eater Wolverine. Yep. We talked about the Wolverine. Yep. Card's good. Yep. Uh, next up is Garrison Cats. White for a 1-1 cat. When it dies, create a 1-1 white human soldier. I'm not sure if the card is actually good or just mediocre filler. It's. Uh, I think it's probably like fine-ish like 
Yeah. I mean, obviously, I like Spell Eater Wolverine with it, but like, I feel like there's certain decks that are okay having this card. I don't know if there's any decks that are like, oh, sweet, I got my 10th Garrison Cat or whatever, but you know. Mm. Uh, next up, we have Phase Dolphin. Two and a blue for a 1 4 Elemental Whale. When Phase Dolphin attacks, another target attacking creature can't be blocked this turn. Right. Sure. All right, Phase Dolphin. Uh, next up, we have Bristling Boar. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, unlikely aid. Yep. Yep. Hampering snare. One on a blue instant. Creatures your opponent's control get two minus two minus zero until end of turn. Cycling for two. Uh, never actually played it and never wanted to. Yep. Oh, that's not true. I played it in my spells matter deck as a one of, and I think I only ever cycled it. <laughs> I would be surprised if anything else happened. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a card that is unfortunately better than our Wolverine. Blood Curdle. Yeah, boring pick, but you know. Yeah. Three and a black instant destroy a creature, put a menace counter on a creature you control. Love this card, okay. Uh, then we have Thwart the Enemy. Two and a green instant, prevent all combat damage to be dealt this turn by your opponent, by creatures your opponents control. I've lost to this card, and it always makes me sad. Three mana fog is just not good. Uh, it's just, it's one of those things that's like, fine, you got me. And I just yeah. like, continue on. Then we have Pontagia Tiger. Four and a white for a 3-4 cat with flying. When it enters the battlefield, target human you control gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. <laughs> you're, you're throwing that at me. Yes. Okay. Uh, still taking Blood Curdle. Yeah, definitely. Heightened Car reflexes. Card's fine, though. Oh, yeah, card is perfectly fine and good in the black-white humans deck. Yep. Uh, heightened Reflexes, Red Instant, Target Creature gets plus 1, plus 0 until end of turn, and they first strike counter. Mm. Not the worst ever, not great. No. Uh, we have Fight as 1 again. Mm -hmm. Still taking Blood Curdle, although it does yep. counter Blood Curdle. Mm. And at a really good tempo. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. That, that's kind of ball busting. Yeah. I mean, you still get the Menace counter. You still do get the Menace counter. Uh, next up, we have a potential competitor for Blood Blood Curdle, but I'm actually not 100% sure if it's better. Uh, Heartless Act. One mm, in a black instance. Choose one. A destroy target creature with no counters on it, or remove up to three counters from target creature. This card is stupidly good. This card is good, but like... There is a lot of counters in this set. So... I would take Heartless Act because they're so close. And, and one costs two mana. And one costs two mana. <laughs> the funny thing is, Blood Curdle can counter a Heartless Act. Yeah, it's funny. Which is fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm on Heartless Act because it costs two mana. Yep. But be prepared for it to actually be dead because that's what it, happens with two mana happen. black removal spells. Yep, that will happen. But. Uh... Next up, we have a card that's actually really good with Heartless Act. We have Lord Rackus. <laughs> yep. In in the comic book art, I still think I'm taking Heartless Act over it. Yeah, but... I think I'm on Heartless Act still. I mean, Heartless Act, like, yeah. This is exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. And I'm actually not sure if this rare is better than Heartless Act. All right. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It is Kahira the Orphan Guard. One hybrid, hybrid, hybrid being Slesnia. 3-2 legendary cat, legendary creature cat beast companion. Each creature card in your starting deck is a cat, elemental, nightmare, dinosaur, or beast. It has vigilance, and each other creature you control of those types gets plus one, plus one, and vigilance. So this is where we start discussing things. I would it, take Heartless Act. I, I know you done. would, but you're you. <laughs> yep. I'll just I'm just gonna put it out there. Is having an extra card in your opening hand better than a removal spell? Is having an extra card in your opening hand better than winning games? No. But Kira Orphan Guard can win you a game. <laughs> she is good, but like, like the, I don't those, think she's that good, though. She's she is not. She is she is on the low end of companions. Let's be completely honest with ourselves, yeah. right? But 
cats, elementals, nightmares, dinosaurs, and beasts is a lot of cards. It does hit a lot. Like it is like it's not irrelevant. Like don't get me wrong here, but like and maybe I'm just like projecting because like I think of the times when my like I'm playing constructed and my my opponent I see they have this companion I'm like sweet a free win. Like well, not necessarily, because a lot of the uh, control decks oh. are running this in their sideboard. Oh, okay, because I played Murder the, Kill and just like yeah. smoked smoked people playing this card. People playing it legitimately instead of as a free blocker in their control deck. Yeah, or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just so. Yeah, it's easy. Like, just. Yeah. Just like kill their, kill your dude. Like Heartless Act is really freaking powerful. Yeah. And I've, I've seen people try and draft Kahira and I've actually seen them just get brick walled on the playable creatures they can even play. Because like yeah. just let's just look at this pack. So you can take okay. pa- Patiagi Tiger. Yep. Which is a human's payoff. Yep. Or Garrison Cat. Which I don't want. Those are literally the only creatures in this pack you could actually play with her. Yeah. You can play uh, in the previous pack, Pyroceratops, Void Beckoner. Is Beast on there? Yeah. yeah. Mo- Moscoat Goriak, Savai Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. I mean, turn uh, two, turn two. Glimmer Bell. Yeah. So, like, the, like the, you just have you have the chance of just getting completely brick walled on the actual creatures. Yeah. Like, you know, one of the packs literally had two that were trash, and the other one had five that were okay. Yeah. Right. So it's really like the fact that know. her her individual power level is so low, it's actually not a slam first pick. Yeah. Like like in reality, it's probably like super, super close, and you take her just because you can build like you can start early and build a deck around her. But like honestly, man, I just want Heartless Act. Yeah. Like. So would you take her over Blood Curdle? That is I don't know. I probably would take her over Blood Curdle. As stupid as that sounds, as close as Hearts of the Sect and Blood Curdle are. Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd take her over Spell Eater Wolverine easy. Yeah, I think that's easy. I, w- I would do that too. I think those were the three cards we were debating yeah. mostly. So. Yeah, it's between the two black removal spells. And I'll say, like, I would rather be playing a black deck with a shoulder removal in it. Oh, yeah. Let's call that being Fletcher. Yeah. All right, what do we have on time? Do you have any idea? I'm keeping track. Um, we're about there. We, right. can, we could wrap this one up. Right. I say wrap up or do one more. Oh, we can get one in. We can get. We can do one more. We're, we've, we've read so many of the cards now. We can kind of cruise through things. Yeah, we've actually we've discussed a lot more cards than we normally do. So yeah, or we've we've had actual discussion more than we normally do. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the land is a blooming sands. Okay. The uh, first card is Tentative Connection, the Menace card, whatever. Yeah. Uh, solid Footing, sure. Frostfell Ambush, K. Okay. Uh, Blitzleech, thank you very much. All right, Blitzleech is awesome. Uh, I know we haven't ran to this pack, but yeah, I am on Blitzleech hard. That card yeah. is great and blows people out. Five like, and a black, five two Leech with Flash, and the Battlefield Target Creature, and the opponent controls against minus two, minus two until end of turn. Remove all counters from that creature. The secret text, like the secret text. Yeah, what was it? Oh, I, I we talked about it one episode before, but like I flash a Blitzleech in, and in response, my opponent cast Will of the uh, All when, Hunter. When yeah, when they were blocking, cast Will of the All Hunter on their creature, and I just ate their creature. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh yes, <laughs> like just, and they had to like savage. read the card a bunch of times. But like, yeah, uh, that that was ball busting for your that opponent. Was, that was great, but um, yeah, I'm Hilarious. on the continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adventurous impulse, green sorcery. Look at the top three. Put a creature land from the into your hand. Rest in the bottom of your library. I like this card better than it actually is. Yeah, still on Blitzleech. Yep. Uh, thwart the enemy. Patagia Tiger. Okay. I'm on Blitzleech. Shredded Sails. Blitzleech sure. me, please. <laughs> Hampering Snare. Blitzleech. Yeah. Evolving Wilds. Ooh. I'm not going to read that one, even though we haven't seen it yet, because if I, you don't know what Evolving Wilds does, what the I hell is wrong that with you? Card, I forgot that card was in this set. 
we're going to put the next card in the back because that's going to be what we're going to play, and we're going to continue on. Okay. Ketria <laughs> uh, Crystal, the three-mana teamer. Are any of the crystals worth playing? Yes. Okay, when? If, if your goal is to cast an ultimatum. Okay. Uh, also, LSV and Marshall are of the opinion that if you're playing those colors in general, they're just not that bad because, worst case scenario, you can cycle them. Mm-hmm. They're not stone unplayable. So they're if, you're like, playing, if you're playing two of the colors, should you be playing that card? Only, I think only if you're trying to cast really expensive cards, right? Okay. If you're playing like, all three, though, it's a lock. Yeah, that's kind okay. of where I, I would say. I, I think I've been really fuzzy on that. I'll be honest. I don't think I think I've played one once, and I was I'm pretty sure it was like I shouldn't have played it there, but yeah. Uh, next up, we have Unbreakable Bond, four and a black sorcery, return to our creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield with a lifelink counter on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has actually blown me out because my opponent reanimated the creature. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll just kill the creature. Uh, but my removal spell was a heartless act. Yeah, I remember that. I think, and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> Felt bad, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, our rare is Titan's Nest, one the black, green, the blue enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. You may put that card in your graveyard, and every single card in your deck has delve. You can't, you can't delve X spells. Hmm. I think that's the easiest way to explain this card. Okay. Exile a card from your graveyard, add colors to your mana pool. Spend this mana only to cast colored spells without X in the mana cost. Uh, extremely unimpressive rare. I have no desire to ever play it in any deck ever. I don't care what I'm doing. It's okay. whatever. What's our challenge for the Blitzleaves then? Uh, Zenith Flare. Two red white instant deals X damage to any target. You gain X life or X is the number of cards it, with a cycling ability. In your well, the question is, is, do you just plant the flag right now? Yes. yes. Because the downside <laughs> is non-existent. Yeah, I, I would plant it and go for it. Like, if you get the Zenith Flare right away, it's just like, alright, we're gonna do it. Yeah, because, like, yeah. I'm glad the card we saw was Zenith Flare and not, like, yep. Flourishing Fox. Because Flourishing Fox is debatable, right? Like, Flourishing Fox is really freaking good, but, you know... It's not very good otherwise. You're not going to play anywhere else. Like, seeing the flare is just so insane if you get there. The upside is just like, yeah, just go for it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you just do it. Like, like that's the, the card. Flare. Like, Zenith Flare is the card that makes the deck. Uh, I yes and no. I don't care what anyone says. Here's the deal that card is the bonkers ass card that makes the deck good. It's bonkers. I mean, it's like, you can play really the deck. frustrating. You can play the deck with other cards. Like, oh, yeah. if you get some Flourishing Fox and, Marm- you know, the Marmosets and stuff like or or um, uh, the Enchantment, like, yep. like, you got payoffs. You can do it. But, like, if you have this card, like, you're set up, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like I think I said before, uh, the one time I drafted the actual deck, I, uh, I pack one, picked one, see the flare, didn't cast it till my seventh win. Where I yeah. just nugged my opponent to death because I just yeah. killed them with reflections. But like I still pack one, pick one, did because... Yeah, I still think you take it. Like I'm not saying you can't get there, but I'm saying oh, like, yeah. like, that's the card that pushes it over. Yeah. Like Xenoflare Flare is like the the card. So yeah. mm-hmm. but Alright, cool. We did it. Got through some packs. I like this format. Uh I'm my six like oh, sorry. I'd say my sixth prize pack rare was a Cheville Dana Monsters. Okay. I just cracked it because good talk. Fight me. Um Yeah, so like I like this format right now and I'm like sitting here right now, I'm like, gosh, I kinda wanna hop on arena and do a draft like after mm. this now, like after re- after talking about it. So Yeah. I I I really like this format. I think this format is sweet. I'm so glad that we didn't see any cycling payoffs until the final pack. Yeah, me too. Because I didn't want to have to deal with that. Because mm-hmm. like the cards are usually just like the upside is just so much there that it's you're really incentivized to try. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's and just it, and it's sad. It, like, I, well, I like that the cycling deck is there. Let me just say that I do like that the deck is there. Oh yeah, but like mutate is so freaking dope as a mechanic that like it, it's sad sometimes that it gets overshadowed by the cycling deck. Oh yeah, like, like the, the cycling is cool as hell. I think if the cycling deck wasn't like as good as it was, the Butane deck would easily be the most drafted deck. Yeah. 
because it just does it can do some busted shit. It just does dumb stuff every now and then. Like we've had some games where it's just like hell yeah, you just go and you just go crazy and you just wreck things. Like I don't know. I really really like like the deck. It, it feels like fixed auras in some way, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it is. It's yeah. it's it's like Bestow was right, except yeah. Bestow was way more boring. <laughs> yeah, like for like Bestow just kind of pushed... like made them better. The fact that you actually get effects from Mutate is yeah. so much cooler. I think if they flexed on Bestow a little bit, like it could have been as cool as this. But like Mutate's just awesome. Yeah, I'm a big but... fan of it. So mm-hmm. yeah, me too. All right, cool. All right, well. If you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send an email to thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. Um, come hit us up uh, uh, at thelocalmeta.com. That's our site. You can find a link to the Discord there. Come hang out with us. Uh, set up some games. Man, I'm loving this format, so I'm willing to play. Um, but yeah, that's that. John, anything else? I still have a lot of packs to open. Yeah, I know. That's sweet. Let me know if you get anything cool. All right. I mean, I got 36 collector boosters. I better have something cool. (laughs) Yeah, true. All right. (laughs) Cool. Then we will catch you next time. See ya.